0: Let's start tonight by going through the series of tweets that I'm referring to So here is the first one Thank you to those in Montreal who have reached out to me To inform me of the destructiveness of Jonathan Shuttlesworth's influence there And he quotes, um, yep, I did, that, that was on purpose <laughs> I, have, I have some magazines here um and he quotes titus 1 verse 11 and i'm gonna read that that scripture tweet number two uh it should say something that people at this church are literally afraid to say anything about the oppressive cult-like environment of their church that's a bigger concern than the theological issues third tweet prosperity-based christianity is extremely divisive where detractors are subject to public humiliation now that's a lot of and i i have to say i i found it funny that um he's like he started by saying thanks to those in montreal who have reached out to inform me i don't know who this person is they had at the time that they wrote this i think they had like 17 followers and they've had an account for years so I, I don't know i don't know how many people they actually know um but again it, whatever i don't care people people can say whatever they want really i i really if we if we want free speech then that you know it, it doesn't mean we're always gonna like it so you know what if people want to open their mouth and, and run their mouth about this kind of stuff uh, <laughs> um you know go for it i don't i don't care um steph i don't know i, I feel like I'm not sure if it's a bot. I'm not sure, but but I'll tell you what, because Jonathan actually retweeted it, and um, and people just went, <laughs> they went after this guy because it, it was just like, um, you know, because it's, it's but here I know that that's what that's what probably he wanted to get people to get a rise out of people and make a reaction, and again that's why I did not. Um, i didn't retweet it on my page and i did not say his name and i'm not going to so if you want to know who it is you can go and do the research i i have no it doesn't matter um so apparently according to this people are oppressed um that they can't hey pina good to see you that they can't speak out and if they do speak out they're subject to public humiliation that one was interesting to me because Here, here I am sitting here, um, what's my Twitter account name, let me write it, but like I said, I did not um, retweet the, uh, the person, so you won't be able to find it on mine, but uh, like I said, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, who was, he's the guy whose name was in this, so he actually retweeted it. Um, here I am sitting here refusing to say a name, so I, I don't, I, I, I'm curious about, no problem, I'm curious about the, um, this public humiliation, I don't don't talk about anybody's name, I don't speak about people But anyways, let's get into it, let's start by reading Titus, because he quoted (laughs) Soda is a beautiful name Let's read Titus chapter 1, because this is what he quoted Um, John, I'm glad you're on here, because I knew that you would have some insight to share Um, And I'm gonna I'm just gonna read your comment because I know some people um, they listen on the podcast later They won't see the comment. So our friend John um, He says as someone who is in an actual cult. I can say that this is completely false Um, So he he's actually oh, I don't know if I should say it John Let me know if I could but um John John has a great story and a great testimony of how he came out of um, of a cult basically and 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 so if, 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 if anyone would know Because I've never Well, actually Anyways um, If anyone would know He would know And so um, I appreciate your insight Tonight So let's let's start in Titus Because that was the scripture That was directly quoted On this tweet So Titus chapter 1 um, Starting at verse 5 So I'm going to read Um okay see I'm, I'm not giving it away hey melina good to see you i'm gonna read a lot of scripture but you know what Th- that's what we have to do because if you're gonna quote scripture you better understand what you're quoting and what it actually means because and i'm telling and maybe it's because i i, I teach at a bible school and it 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 means a lot more to me now but i cannot i can't stand scripture just taken. Uh, um, and thrown and used for any situation with no actual understanding of what you're of what you're doing. Okay. So let's start. Titus chapter one. I actually prefer soda to seven. Seven's like a weird name. Soda makes sense. So let's start. Titus one verse five. The reason I left you in Crete was that you might straighten out what was left unfinished and appoint elders in every town as I directed you by the way the um, when it says a point I, I, I it was interesting the Greek word here is ordain. so if you're ever wondering why do you ordain people you don't need to ordain people well it's uh, it's in the Bible uh, verse 6 an elder must be blameless the husband of one wife a man whose children believe and are not open to the charge of being wild and disobedient since an overseer is entrusted with God's work he must be blameless not overbearing not quick-tempered not given to drunkenness not violent not not pursuing dishonest gain rather he must be hospitable one who loves what is good who is self-controlled upright holy and disciplined he must hold firmly to the trustworthy message as it has been taught so that he can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it Verse 10, for there are many re- rebellious people. Okay, so I just want to stop there for one second. Why did I read all that to begin? Because it gives you an outlook of the traits that you that shouldn't be there and the traits that should be there. Because then he, he continues to talk about rebellious people. So the rebellious people, if you know, uh, um, hospitable, love what is good, self-controlled, upright holy disciplined those are qualities of a, of a godly leader as we should have and you and i read i'm, not, I'm not, i won't go through it again but you so again you're getting a, a sense of what paul is talking about here because he basically he sent titus to go and straighten out bad doctrine in the churches that that's what that's what titus did he and he literally says that and to a point godly elders everywhere he goes so that they can carry on this keeping of sound doctrine because there was unsound doctrine that was coming in to the churches and i'm going to explain to you tonight exactly what that is from the scripture so let me let me continue verse 10 and if you're in my um gnu class you'll love this because we, we talk about it all the time for there are many rebellious people mere talkers and deceivers especially those of the circumcision group they must be silenced because they are ruining whole households by teaching teaching things they ought not to teach this this verse 11 is what was quoted on the on the tweet by the way the circumcision group people okay and teaching things they ought not to teach and that and that for the sake of dishonest gain Even one of their own prophets had said Cretans are always liars evil brutes lazy gluttons That this testimony is true therefore Rebuke them sharply so that they will be sound in the faith and pay no attention To Jewish myths or to the commands of those who reject the truth to the pure all things are pure But to those who are corrupted and do not believe nothing is pure in fact Both their minds and consciences are corrupted. They claim to know God, but by their actions, they deny him. They are detestable, disobedient, and unfit for doing anything good. And I want to ask you a question and you can feel free to answer. At what point? because this is the scripture that was quoted, does prosperity play into this, and I know you're thinking, well, the the thing about dishonest gain, I will explain that to you, but I would like to know, and I would like to understand, because you're the one listening, what of any of that is to refer to this apparently divisive prosperity-focused Christianity, and I'm not talking about prosperity tonight, though, maybe... Soon I should because it's it's really it's getting real old It's getting real old this same thing all the time. That's all uh, um, That's all anybody knows how to say that's all they know how to say Typing from their eleven hundred dollar (laughs) iPhone With their one eighty dollar a month uh, cell phone plan from their climate-controlled home, and um, I would imagine they probably don't uh, walk to work. They probably have a car. Um, but anyways, we're not talking about prosperity tonight. So let me talk about these false teachers from Titus chapter one, because again, this is what was quoted. I'm not. Uh, 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 I'm literally. This is what the guy said in the quote uh, in the tweet. So all right, let's address it. Because he he knows he's a he's a seminary student, so he says, so he knows okay, so let's talk about it. What are the false teachers here? rebels who refuse to cooperate because I want you to think to yourself, he mentioned Jonathan Shuttlesworth think about him um, <laughs> think about him, think about um, that he's talking about our church, so think about leadership and i want to, I want you to you just um you tell you you Decide for yourself because this is from the scripture it's not for me uh, um, I told you this is not a defense of anybody uh this is just a, a teaching from the scripture um, rebels who refuse to cooperate, deceivers who relate salvation to dead ancestors, in other words um you know w- what was very important to um to the, 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 especially the Jewish people of this time it, it always mattered where, like, what your ancestry was right? because it, it, the, that's why genealogies are like all over the Bible it was very important and so it was almost like okay, who's your ancestor? all right, well, um, if, are, you, are you from the line of whoever? okay, then you're good you know, that, that's, I mean, that's that is very, that, that's very deceptive and that's very destructive because imagine, think about this I want you to think this for a minute you are a uh, a woman whose descent is let's say from the line of uh i i don't know i'm trying to think of somebody good let's say benjamin okay from the tribe of benjamin that's your line but you marry somebody who isn't guess what someone's gonna come in and tell you you you're worthy of salvation but your husband is not what do you think that would do to the family right and all and all these these leaders would do these false teachers they would teach myths and legends as truth things that aren't even anything that was taught by christ or taught by paul and they're just like well you know uh because they they put themselves in a place of authority and we're gonna get to that um a little bit later and say well you know you have to listen to us because we're this and we're that and you know um this was a, this was a very, this was going on in, in a lot of the, of the churches, the next one, legalists who teach that circumcision has religious value, this was a big issue, because guess what, the Gentiles were not, because Paul let them know, they were not circumcised, and, and what you have to understand is, that was seen as, um, you know, it, 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 it was part of what brought you to salvation if you were circumcised well that that did it for you But then paul said no, it's not a matter of circumcision But these people who were called legalists came in and said no, there's a rel- if, if you get circumcised it's better for you You need that for salvation there. There's religious value attached to that. That's not true That's 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 absolutely not true. Paul made it very clear It says they have corrupt minds and and seared consciences, they claim to know God, but their actions deny it, they are disobedient people, again, these are the false teachers that were quoted in Titus, uh, that, you know, apparently this person is referring to, okay, well, that's interesting, because it doesn't sound like anybody I know, and we're going to get to more, um, actually, let's get to it now, Turn to Matthew chapter 7 Because I want to go further into this Because again if you're going to accuse somebody of something If you're going to accuse somebody of something You better know what you're talking about Matthew chapter 7 verse 15 Watch out for false prophets They come to you in sheep's clothing But inwardly they are ferocious wolves By their fruit you will recognize them That that's a big one for me, because Jesus is making it clear that if there's a wolf in sheep's clothing, or there is somebody who's coming in that's leading people astray, who, who's doing things that are deceptive, you're gonna know it by their fruit. And I want to read another scripture um, in Acts chapter uh, Acts chapter five, because I love this. This is a great. Uh, this is such a great scripture. So basically, this is when Peter. Um, uh, Peter and the apostles were they were called in front of the high priest and they were saying you know they were they were accused of uh, basically saying you know you can't you can't preach and teach and that's that great uh, verse where Peter says we must obey God rather than men and if you continue to read in the chapter look at what it says uh, in verse 38 Therefore so so this is um th- uh, they basically talking about uh, um, what to do with with Peter right Peter and the apostles therefore in this present case i advise you leave these men alone let them go for if their purpose or activity is of human origin it will fail but if it is from god you will not be able to stop these men you will only find yourselves fighting against god What a scripture he's basically saying if these guys are doing things of their own will and of their own strength It's not gonna work But if what if what they're doing is of God you will not be able to stop them by them You will by their fruit. You will know them look carefully at people if you want to understand and and By the way, it's good fruit not bad fruit So you have to identify whether the fruit is 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 good or bad and you're, you're asking well, um uh, uh how would i know well one thing about good fruit uh, souls being saved people being healed and set free i'm gonna i'm gonna get into something a little bit later on that subject uh, you know uh, people being restored hello gabriella good to see you families being restored uh, um you know how many times do you hear people man i didn't know what i would have done um I, I was, um, you know think, think of all the different testimony Think of, of, of Manny's testimony who, who was on here before Think about people who came here um, Who had nowhere else to go Who their families rejected them When they got saved And then they found a home You, you, you have to understand um, um, About good fruit and bad fruit If you're talking about people's lives Getting better If, if, if things, uh, uh, um, things being resolved Things being healed Oh, Manny's still here th- You know, all of that stuff Th- that's good fruit you know you see people you remember um i think it was over the summer when when uh, uh, there was a specific prayer for souls right and every sunday there was like at least six people that would come that's called good fruit and i know you're probably thinking well there's some you know big churches that, that people get saved anyways Yeah. well it's staying power right are they still there do they, do they stick around? Does the church grow with new people? And you look around, and it's like all I see—I don't even know who the people are. <laughs> They're, it's always new. It's always it's always like an influx of new people. It's always people who are hungry and on fire for God. Um, we had what was it? Thirteen services in in a week. It was thirteen, right? At morning and night. I'm sorry, but I, I, I feel like I just I, I just got to tell you that doesn't feel like bad fruit to me Who who goes to, who goes to church twice and you didn't, nobody had to go? Nobody was forced to go everybody wanted to go You know hundreds of people in the morning at 1030 and, and, and after we finished at a, a you know midnight or whatever You know you, you have to but again, this is all about um you know, you have to be discerning of the Spirit and un- to understand what good fruit and bad fruit is because sometimes you could see churches that it looks like they're growing, but but you know, you, you have to kind of see, like, oh man, I, see, I, I don't name things. Um, so I have to keep this super vague. For example, if you see like an, so many people leaving because they don't like it, and then you see like people coming in because, uh, um, they heard, you know, they wanted to see what it was all about, and then it's kind of like a constant turnover. It's like, is there stain power? Well, Jill, I, I'm not, I'm not mentioning anybody, um, and this isn't well. I Gabriella, yeah, I mean, look, we have a, we have a wonderful church, and I, I'm not gonna, again, this isn't a defense, but I'm like, I'm not gonna, I don't allow. Ugh, I, I hate things being dragged through the mud when it's when it, it it's not, it shouldn't be that way. Um, and so you know it's like there are churches sometimes where you see kind of like it's like um uh what what's that i know there's like a way of describing it where it's kind of like it's always changing rather than people actually sticking around plugging into the church getting involved because if you see a constant turnover of people Right what does that mean it, it means that there's something wrong obviously because people aren't staying they aren't getting plugged in they aren't getting connected they aren't uh, um, Serving I mean I look at um, <laughs> A revolving door yeah that's a good way uh, Pastor Jess put it um, You know the, and I look at um, for example our, um, our ushering team I love to, to yeah, Church hopping well that's another thing I look at Um uh, planning center a lot because I always like to see like who's serving and stuff and there's so many names and people look at our choir It's huge This is not you have, again. I'm not, I know you're probably thinking Well, you go to that church? Of course, of course, you're gonna defend it if I I would not be at a church I would not be at a church if there was something wrong going on there and then well You wouldn't know because you're part of the inside crowd. I'm not part of it I, I'm just me I'm just me. I, if, I, if there's something that I don't like, I'll, I'll voice it. I'm not, I'm not a, a, a yes person. If you know me, you know, you know how I am. I'm not, I don't, um, you know, obviously never publicly, of course. But, you know, it, 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 that's, that's the thing. And you have people like Loretta and people like Rick who follow us and they don't even live here. Listen, again, you have to identify things by their fruit. You look at, at, at like Loretta just said, that her faith is growing. That, that she's better off now um, <laughs> Well Sheba, I mean, I would never, I mean, but that's the thing, it's like I, I'm just telling you things that I've heard Because everybody always has an answer to everything, right? But you, you identify things by their fruit, and I, I believe that good fruit is pretty easy to see and Someone like Loretta and someone like Rick and someone like uh, uh, people that are watching here from from different places like for example um, I'm in Vancouver you, you can't Let's let's get into um, Before you know what for now. Let's get into I'm gonna I need to read uh, uh, what Pamela's comment is because again, this is I know you know people could join on and thinking well It's just a bunch of uh, good news chapel people propping up their church. Listen um, you could you could think what you want, and I'm gonna I'm gonna show that. But Pamela says, "I love Good News Chapel." Left Montreal to go to Manitoba. I haven't found a church here with the same kind of love and passion for Christ as GNC. She doesn't go here anymore. Let me tell you something. When people leave a church, you know how they feel when they leave. Because if they didn't like it, if there was something that wasn't good, oh, you'll hear about it. Believe me. Because it's like there—it's like rapid fire. Oh, did you know what happened at this church? I'm, I'm part of, um, I don't even know how I ended up in this group the bible the bible school i went to and i went to it a long time ago um gilane says that that uh, um, she feels the joy and peace of the lord um and that's amazing so so yep that's the one uh Gabriela. so I, the bible school i went to i went a long time ago i graduated in uh november 2005 so that's like however many years ago that is um like 18, 17, 17. Cause it's also the same amount of years that I'm gonna be married. It's 17, right? I'm bad at math. Okay. Um, and so when I was there, it was a great church, great, <laughs> I'm glad Gabriella, great church, um, you know, great Bible school, great people. I'm not sure, I, I've been gone a long time. I don't know uh, um, what's happened. <laughs> well my dad i believe uh, i believe that um 17 years i believe that invitation was um extended on twitter so i don't know maybe they were there on sunday who knows maybe they're watching right now um and so it was 17 years ago that's a long time um see lynn says best church we've ever attended lynn doesn't have to lynn you don't even live close do you lynn could go somewhere else C- can i just say can i just say this Lynn Lynn is is one of our one of our newer members Um, They don't live close And you know all the other churches are open now There's no you don't have to stay everybody stayed just want to make that clear everybody stayed so again fruit Good fruit bad fruit Right (laughs) Okay, see pastor jess I didn't want to put your name into it, but there you go. She she invited them um So and, and, and this, this um, Anyways, 17 years later There's this group that came Up on, on Facebook Of all like ex-students Who apparently had a horrible time While they were in Bible school Which I had an amazing time uh, I was one of the highlights of my life So I don't know I don't recall being oppressed But apparently they were And I'll, guys, listen the, the stuff that they say It's, it's rough, man when you, when you have a grievance with your church It is rough So someone like Pamela and, and also Steph We have our, our friend Steph here who also recently moved to, to Manitoba Which is kind of funny um, I don't, He's on here watching he's not, he's not going on a Facebook rant about how oppressive the church was Because now he could if he wanted to he, he could unfriend all of us And go on a rant about how terrible his experience was You know yeah, it's a love fest because it's authentic, you know? And, I'm, and like I said, I am not a, I'm not a fake person. I don't walk around like, with flowery things to say if it's not true. I'm very direct. Sometimes it's not always a good thing. <laughs> but I call this characteristics of a cult. Let's talk about them. And I, I'm actually, um, I'm gonna be doing a class next year, I believe called world religions and so i've been i've had the opportunity to study a lot of this stuff and so comes in handy right now i have nine things nine things um i know i know you're probably thinking why not make it 10 because there was only nine so there you go um nine things about cults and so and again you guys you 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 need to to think for yourself um This is not some kind of like force everybody to think the same way uh, Well, which we're gonna get into or you if you don't uh, um, If you don't uh, um, Think exactly the way that we do you're not welcome and again, I don't want to say one other thing Church is made up of human beings Human beings that sometimes will not always do the right thing And so you might be watching this and feel well actually I didn't have a great experience because somebody said something to me or somebody did something. I wanna tell you, and I, I don't know how much this is worth, but I I, I I I'm sorry if that happened to you and I mean that because I know that some people uh, um, even even in um um even in a great church with great pastors, there's so many people. Pastor Steve doesn't go to everybody's house and and and, and you know check on everything they do. It's just not possible. So it, it is possible that there are people who maybe might have said something to you that wasn't nice and and i apologize on uh, for, i mean they might never apologize but you have to understand you're not in church for people you're in church for god if you were in church for people you're not going to make it long because human beings will make mistakes even really super almost perfect ones like myself <laughs> I couldn't even say that without laughing. I'm kidding, but you know, you know, we, we're we're the Bible says that we're being perfected. So obviously, you know, we're not. You know, we're, we're we're I'm not looking to make mistakes every day. But there are people who sometimes do things that that are are you know that might hurt somebody's feelings, intentional or not intentional. But you're not there for the people because people will fail you. Because if you're if you're at church. Um, And pastor Steve becomes like your god and then he does something that you don't like well there goes your religion, right? And so we have to be very careful to make sure that we're in church, and that's why it's like when you go to church and it's a different preacher I it doesn't Every preacher who takes the pulpit at our church is is like-minded in doctrine So if you're gonna be like oh pastor Steve's not preaching I'm not going then it means that you're there for a man and you're not there for God and it's, it I love the fact that people people love our pastor good or else you know you're probably in the wrong church. But it's it's about God. You're there for God. John makes a good point. Even if you know you don't the, the answer is not to throw people under the bus. Yes, you pray for them. Now obviously if it's the pastor and it's something like you know well anyways that's a different subject. But but I, you know if it's like a, a fellow uh, um, you know someone sitting next to you and they they said something um, that that was offensive or whatever. And you're like, well, I'm not going to church anymore because, um, because this person said this to me. Well, then you weren't in church for the right reason. And, you know, again, if, if, if somebody did something that is, you know, really wrong and needs to be taken care of, you can, you can approach, uh, um, um, the pastors or, or the leadership and say, listen, you know, I, this is happening. The answer is not to like, Become now bitter towards God because like I talked about in that Facebook group with with all those ex-college students That's they're not even Christians anymore they, 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 They're just they've completely abandoned the faith because of a an apparent bad experience You know, we were abused, you know, they took advantage of us. We were like it was like slave labor Let me tell you something. I, I again, I was at this Bible school I we, we had to do a lot of stuff. Yes, but we we're also being trained for the ministry I'm sorry, I I didn't realize that being trained for the ministry means that we could sleep in every day and not really have to work hard. Uh, you know, the ministry is 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 wonderful, but I mean, you, you can ask our pastors. There there is stuff that you need to be trained up properly. You need to learn how to serve. Pastor just just talked about that on Friday night. The subject of ministry, it's about serving. So, you know, they, I, to me it's people who, who you know, they had, a, I suppose, a different idea of what their experience would be like But anyways, that's, uh, that's that But of course, that, that church is, is accused of being a cult, obviously um, Because that's always the, um, the default, right? Somebody offended me, that's a cult I don't like what the pastor said, it's a cult They talk about prosperity, it's a cult do you even know what prosperity is? That's it. Next week, I, I just decided we're gonna talk about prosperity, the real biblical prosperity, because I think I think clearly it is very necessary. Because if there was a clear understanding on the subject, I just set myself up because now I I have to work on it. Hopefully next week. <laughs> I think I think I should I think I should be good. It's a big subject, um, but clearly. Um, You know, there's a lack of understanding about it And listen, again Does it mean that everybody teaches it properly? Does it mean that everybody has the best of intentions? No But you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater As they say Or because, well, I knew this preacher Who took advantage of people and he took their money Okay I know there's bad people everywhere You're just going to be like, well, that's it I'm never listening to another offering message ever again Because In 1984, you know, I heard this pastor and he he turned out to be a crook. Okay. Well, then I don't know what to tell you But let's get into this Um, Thanks, Gabriella So let's get into this cults nine things I may go over time (laughs) There yeah, because I'm not doing part two so stick with me number one, they're closed-minded They're not interested in a rational evaluation of facts so in other words you're completely disinterested in hearing anything else, and I find that interesting because it's like over the past couple of years, we were challenged in a lot of—at least I was—in realizing, man, that things are not as I thought they were. I, 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 ha- I actually have to reevaluate things. I have to reevaluate a lot of my doctrines when I realize that I was wrong. If you're in a cult, there is none of that. There's no learning. There's no like, well, um, you know, uh, um, I actually didn't know that subject well. So now I know a little bit more about, nope, not interested. They, they're completely, it's our way. I don't care what you have to say. I'm not interested in what you have to say. Number two, they're always opposing another person. So there's always like, it's always like you're targeting a person. It's like this person, this person's a bad person. You got to stay away from this person. Always talking about, um, the, everything they dislike about the person So, you know, maybe you're thinking of someone in your head and it's probably It's almost like, I'm gonna tell you a lot of this It's almost like the people who accuse The churches of being cults or they might be in one themselves, I, I don't know It's always targeting people, this person, this person, people have like, um YouTube accounts, where they just talk about everything this particular pastor said or all the things they did. And they think that they're doing the right thing, but you're constantly targeting people and expressing your dislike, which leads to number three, you're unwilling to respect differences in opinion. People could think, you could think whatever you want. I don't care. I have no, yeah, projection. John uh, John confirmed that. I don't care. I have no You could think whatever you want Because you know what I realized? Having a debate with someone Over opinions is pretty much useless Because you're not going to budge And they're not going to budge So all it is is going to be an argument So if you have a different That's fine We could, guess what? We could still be friends I know That sounds crazy You're still welcome You might have um, um, a, A little bit of something different But guess what? It's okay. We could be friends. You know, and, uh, I remember I, you know, what we've learned, especially a lot now is that like, I follow a lot of people on Twitter that there aren't, they aren't saved, but we have a very, um, we have a very similar viewpoint when it comes to politics. So, Uh, It's like they don't and some of them really are against like religion and stuff like that and they they don't have They would not agree with anything that I believed about the Bible, but that's okay We we, it's we can actually still like find that common ground and realize wow, you know what They, they know a lot about politics I'm learning something. Yeah, we can agree to disagree because sometimes it's not worth it Now obviously if you if you're marrying a person I I would I would suggest that you're aligned in, in, in your thought processes, but you know, a friend, someone at church or, well, you know, um, I don't agree with what this verse says, you know, and then you fight about it. You could, you could think whatever you want. I'm not interested in debate cults. However, their differences of opinions are not allowed in any sense. You, 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 it's not allowed. Number four, the leader demands absolute faith in their authority you cannot question them, you know, it's it, Our our church we have a board And 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 the board, you know if you're gonna anyways The board is there um You know the board I guess you could say it's like a board of directors if you're, if you're not familiar Cults don't there's no no one else is allowed to say anything the leader is like, I'm sorry, you're you're under me. You're not allowed to give any kind of thought or opinion. Not sorry. So cults don't have boards. The leader is the absolute authority. They they don't have anybody that they're ever accountable to. Um, you know, I, I know that um, you know, a lot of a lot of ministers, they have like, you know, someone like who would be their father in the faith. For example, Titus, his father in the faith, in the faith was Paul. And so there's like an accountability there. If you're out of line, somebody's going to step in and be like, Hey, listen, you know, you said this, I wasn't sure about that. If I say something that's off, um, if let's say, I, let's say, I, 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 I have a ministry that I'm in charge of. I, you better believe that there's going to have, there's going to be somebody who, who, who keeps an eye on it and says, Hey, listen, you know, during your broadcast or whatever, you said this and, and just, just to, just to let you know, whatever. I'm not, I, I'm not an absolute authority in anything. So, cult leaders, you cannot question them. You cannot say anything. You cannot, you can't even speak to them really because they're like so far above and you're, it's like they're untouchable. Number five, cults thrive on conformity. Everybody looks the same, talks the same, thinks the same. Dissension is not tolerated. So, in other words, it's like, you know, everybody—it's like there's no um, um, uniqueness among people. There's no like, um, okay, there's a, diversity. You know, everybody's just exactly the same. If you're, if you don't fall perfectly in line, you're not allowed to be there. I mean, it's almost silly to compare a church to something like that. I, I just, when someone says cult-like, I, I can guarantee they don't know what a cult is. They don't know what it is because i you know it's like if everybody (laughs) if this was the reality that everybody talks the same looks the same and thinks the same who's reaching out to this guy apparently that goes to our church well clearly they're not falling in line so anyways because uh, apparently they have the ability to speak out which usually in a cult you can't do that or you're out um and you know what happens our leaders and pastors they take a lot of heat and they just take it why because they're, they're men and women of god they don't attack other people they don't they don't you know if somebody says something about them you don't see them going on a on a rant attacking them nope they're like well if, if that's that's how you feel that's how you feel I, i'm just i have to keep doing what god wants me to do right um <laughs> Probably Mike probably but I'm just again. This is from a book. This is not me It's it's from a book. The book is actually called um, Kingdom of the Cults. It's like this big. It's huge I haven't really got I haven't like I've read like the, the stuff about this, but I haven't gotten through everything yet Number six they manipulate people using the supernatural the leader claims that God gave them special revelation that the Bible alone isn't sufficient. But what do we know? We know that, true, that no true revelation will ever run contrary to God's word. And, w- and the Bible is clear. You don't add anything to the word. And you don't subtract anything to the word. So if it, basically the leader is saying, you know, I'm getting a special and they they're, they're using they, they use the supernatural, right? So they twist things. They're like, well, it's, it's like I'm a prophet and I'm hearing things from the Lord And I'm, I'm you know, and it's like, you know, don't worry whether the whether it's confirmed in the Bible or not because I'm getting the um, I'm getting that special revelation. You know, what do we hear on our pulpit? We hear the word We start in the word, we stay in the word, we finish in the word. There's no kind of like special, like, well, I heard the Lord say this. It's not actually in the Bible, but you know, I know that it's true. And and, and again, they manipulate, but because a lot of people are are sensitive to the spirit and they believe in prophecy. And so they allow um, um, themselves to be manipulated while he's the leader. Because again, right? You can't question the authority. So if somebody says something that's not in the word, you can't question that. You're like, well, he's in charge. So if he said that God told him this, then we have no choice but to follow along. Number seven, there's hatred and aggressive reactions towards other Christians. Accusations that that Christians are evil, they're heretics, and they're responsible for everything bad in the world. Hatred and aggression. Again, I'm just telling you to think of, you could think of a person in your mind or a pastor in your mind. Is that what you see? Do you see hatred? You know, um, I remember, I think it was, it was recently that I was listening to Jonathan talk about how um, it, it, it upsets him. When people accuse like the body of Christ of being bad and the church is going downhill. He's like, no, he's like, I, you know, he, he you know, that's not the way that you talk about, about the body of Christ. I agree. I don't like that either. It's like, oh, uh, the body of Christ is really in trouble. Okay. Well, what are we going to do about it? Just sit here and, and, and talk about how bad everybody is and how bad the church is and how bad Christians are. And they're, they're the problem with everything in the world. And there's this, this hatred towards George, other Christians who don't agree with you. If someone doesn't agree with me, (laughs) again, I don't care. You don't have to agree with me. And more than likely, there's a lot of people that don't agree with me. And that's totally fine. They would probably want to take my book and put it in the fire because that's how they feel about it. And that's completely fine. You don't have to read it. Thanks for spending the money to buy it. I appreciate that. In fact, everybody should spend the money to buy it. But if you don't like it, I don't care. Um... It's funny, because my father-in-law... My father-in-law is not saved. And he's not just not saved. Like, he doesn't believe in God. Like, he doesn't... He bought my book to support me, and he's actually reading it, which I'm praying that he gets saved as a result of reading it. He's like, you know, he's like, it's very interesting. He's like, I don't know that I agree with everything, but it's very interesting. That's okay. I don't expect him to agree with everything. I hope he gets saved. You have to... Thanks, Mike. You have to... um, you know, again, what is you look at leadership of a good church? What do they want? I just, we just want people to get saved. We want them to come into right relationship with God. If you're not happy at our church, you could find another one. Then we're not forcing you to stay. We have no hatred towards you. There are people who have left our church um, because they didn't like it, and um, that's fine. And then when they came back to visit, do you know what happened? We gave every we gave them a hug and said, "We miss you. We're so glad to see you." Oh, that, that is super cult-like. You know what else is super cult-like? When Pastor Oscar left and we threw him a huge goodbye party, that's a, Cults love, <laughs> they love goodbye parties. They love when people leave um, and send them off with like gifts and, and food and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, it's super cult-like. You're right. Number eight, secret behavior required to be in the in-group. Um, so in other words, they have like secret, <laughs> Sheba's going to love this one, secret hand signals, secret signs um, There's even a, a, a one, one cult in particular, they wear, uh, under, their, under their pants, they wear something in particular It's like this special thing that they wear, that everybody who's in the in-group wear That's really creepy to me, that's not a thing that we would ever do, and that's not a thing we've ever done there's no secret, you don't need to, 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 to be some part of some secret club And that's going to bring you to a, a, a special level of enlightenment Or whatever, right? Um, you know, that's, anyways And number nine, this is the big one Discrimination against anyone who leaves Shame them, disassociate with them Warn the rest of the group to disassociate with them um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, that, that to me is the biggest one um, you, you discriminate If someone leaves It's like you make them You know you, you, you shame them How dare you leave How could you leave What happens when people leave archers? We give them a send off We give them a goodbye party We say we love you God bless you in whatever you're doing that you could just go off of that one and it's just it's completely ridiculous to refer to 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 us as cult like it's crazy to me right and and warn them disassociate i know people who who used to go to our church but don't anymore pastor steve never sent me a message and say hey you know listen they used to go to our church and now they don't anymore so you know what don't don't talk to them um you know, they, they might leave, lead you astray. No, no. You know what I get instead? Hey, how are they doing? Have you spoken to them? How are they doing? How are they doing? Tell them we miss them. You know, I- <laughs> it's just get a new argument, people. Really, because it's just, and again, doesn't mean that we're perfect. No, we're not perfect. We're being perfected. We don't always do everything exactly right. To say like, oh well, um, we can't be criticized because we do everything right. We're not always going to do everything amazingly perfectly. My husband's here. Hey babe, I'm I'm running over time, so the game's not ready yet, <laughs> but I'm almost done. Turn to Second uh, uh, Peter chapter two. Second Peter chapter two, verse one yeah that thank that josie great great point that's a sign of a good shepherd a cult leader you can because basically they don't want dissension okay they don't want dissension um because they they don't want anyone to be like swayed to leave right they don't want anyone to be like you know they don't want to lose anyone you know, and when we lose quote unquote lose people, it's because we're sad because we love them. It's not because we're like, oh man, like now they're gonna go out there, they're gonna try to lead people astray. Y- you know. Anyways, <laughs> well, I- I'm glad you feel that way, Loretta. Again, this I'm not I'm not paying anybody to make these comments. They're making them of their own volition. Second uh, Peter chapter two, but there were false teachers among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought them, bringing swift destruction on themselves. Many will follow their shameful ways and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with stories they have made up. Their condemnation has been long hanging over them and their destruction has not been sleeping. Yeah, that's true. Um, Pina, I'm not 100 percent sure what you what you mean. Um, there's a group of Christians that will just dis- fellowship you if you commit adultery. Um, you know what you you know what we should do? We should want to restore. The Bible says you, you, we need to restore that person back. Right? You don't you don't like throw them out. Now again, if they're unwilling to repent. I mean, that, that, that's kind of like another complete um, subject matter altogether, but we should want to see people come to repentance in those situations. So what are the false teachers here? They deny Christ, okay? They follow their sinful nature. They are greedy for self-gain and self-pleasure. They produce nothing good. They once accepted Christ, but are now corrupted by sin. These are the false teachers spoken of by Peter. They're rejecting in second Corinthians. It says in 11, in in, in chapter 11, if someone comes and preaches a different Jesus or a different gospel, these are the fault. These are false prophets. So, so there were people that would come and they would deny Christ. Everything that they were just completely indulgent in sin. There was no you know, there was no more it's like okay, it's it's okay to sin because you're saved anyway, so it's not you know, you don't have to worry. This is this is what false teaching is. And I'm gonna you know what I realize, I'm gonna get into to that a lot more. You know what? I'm gonna kind of continue not not exactly this subject, but I do wanna talk about um They wanna I I I wanna kinda go further on this. So we're we're gonna I'll close for tonight, but um but in terms of, of of the like I said characteristics of a cult, that's what they are. Um, so there is a lot of. You can't have your own thought, you can't have your own opinion, you can't have your own mind. And if you do have any of those things, you're not allowed. And uh, that's news to me because I definitely have my own mind. If if you know, I'm I'm very grateful that that I have the same. Um, Viewpoints that Pastor Steve had because it would have been hard for me to stay. I don't know how people can stay in a church if you, if you don't like the pastor. I don't understand that. I just don't. There's plenty of churches, maybe not great ones, but there's plenty of churches. There, everybody, Everything's open now, so you can go ahead and, and, and feel free to go. You don't have to come here. You don't have to be with us. Um, no one's forcing you. No one's forcing you. No one's forced to be here. No one's held against their will. No one's being manipulated into being here. No one's being manipulated into watching right now. You don't have to. If you don't like me, you could turn it off. It's fine. Although, what is often the case, if you don't like someone, you watch them just to see what they'll say, which is kind of funny to me. But you know, there, we have to come to the point where we realize, and I said this off the top, we cannot... Just throw accusations at people and at ministers And think that we're not going to be held accountable to that You better know what you're talking about And that's why I teach about these things You, you have to know what you're talking about Because you could be uh, Well, I'm glad, Pina <laughs> um, You could be uh, uh, um, You know Anyways I, Let's pray Because I, I want to make sure that everybody I, I hope this helped you tonight I hope this helped you tonight and if that person who wrote the tweet is listening, which I doubt it, but if they ever are, guess what? We love you. We would love. It would be great if you can understand us a little bit better instead of, um, you know, assuming stuff and, and all that. But hey, um, and everybody's welcome. Even even that person, <laughs> even that you're welcome. If you if you if you're, you're like th- thinking something, um, you're welcome to come and join us um and see what it's about for yourself um but they won't come because people people could they don't like to take the heat they just well roll. i agree <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding i think one of me i don't think the world can handle another one to be perfectly honest of me um let's pray i want to pray tonight for anybody who might be watching um that, that has never come into right relationship with God, who has never come into covenant with God, and maybe you're a person who who maybe has been involved at a church that wasn't doing the right things, and you feel lost, and you feel alone. I'm going to tell you something. There's a home for you here. And also, you know, make make your life right, right with the Lord, because at the end of the day, if you stand before God and you say, well, my pastor did this, and my church did this, God's going to be like, sorry, it's about you and me. It doesn't matter what happened in your church. It doesn't matter what happened on Twitter. It doesn't matter what the, what the uh, visiting preacher said, you are accountable for your life. And I want to give you an opportunity tonight to come into covenant with God and to, and to make a decision and say, yes, I am going to follow Jesus all the days of my life. So pray this prayer out loud, because the Bible say that if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, then you will be saved. So repeat after me, say, father. I believe that you sent Christ to die for my sins. And I believe that you raised him from the dead. So now I confess of all my sin and wrongdoing. And I pray to come into right relationship with you. Thank you, father, that I am now saved in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.